Welcome to Sustainability Leaders. I'm Michael Torrance, Chief Sustainability Officer with BMO Financial Group. On this show, we will talk with leading sustainability practitioners from the corporate, investor, academic, and NGO communities to explore how this rapidly evolving field of sustainability is impacting global investment, business practices, and our world. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of Bank of Montreal, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. Today, we have a special episode featuring BMO's CEO, Daryl White, from a recent address he made to the Canadian Club of Montreal on Canada's unique strategic advantages that make it the fastest growing G7 country with potential for much more. Let's take a listen. We welcome today the Chief Executive Officer of BMO Financial Group, Mr. Daryl White. He became CEO of the Bank of Montreal in 2017. He has spent most of his career at the bank rising through the ranks of BMO's Capital Markets Division to head up the group before being named CEO. All of us here in Montreal know Daryl as a long-standing community builder. He co-chaired last year's Centraide's campaign in, great, uh, in Greater Montreal. He serves as a co-president of the campaign cabinet for the Montreal Children's Hospital Foundation, and he is a director of our beloved Montreal Canadians. Ladies and gentlemen, I invite you to welcome our guest of honor, Mr. Dale White. We all know that Canada is one of the greatest countries in the world. But can it be a global economic leader in a reorganizing world? Where else in the world, let's start with the good stuff, where else in the world can we find the fastest growing population among the G7? An economy with the greatest free trade access to the rest of the world, the greatest free trade access to the rest of the world. Governments across all political stripes, federal and provincial, with global reputations for sound policy and respect for democratic institutions. A business community making pragmatic, and practical progress in the global transition to a net zero world. One of the world's richest stores of the highest in demand critical minerals. A land with world leading access to renewable energy resources. Canada has a lot going for it. Nearly 120 years ago, Prime Minister Wilfrid Laurier spoke about Canada's potential. And while many of his predictions came to light, with the benefit of hindsight, I think he was ultimately wrong about the 20th century being Canada's. And I know everyone in this room wants to make him right about the 21st. Canada and our North American partners can come out on top in the 21st century, but only, only, if we can clearly identify our strengths, if we can focus our efforts on the most strategic natural advantages that we have, and we can embrace a common ambition for what can be achieved. Now, Prime Minister Laurier was right that our country's two founding linguistic groups would be stronger together. He was right about that, just like he was right that Canada would need newcomers to grow. Most remarkable was his belief that free trade would propel Canada's economic progress. Today, Canada is the only country in the world 
with comprehensive free trade access to the entire G7, to the European Union, and to the Trans-Pacific nations, the only country in the world. With 15 free trade agreements that cover 61% of global GDP, Canadian exporters have access to 1.5 billion global consumers. South of the border, this advantaged trade position continues to open doors for Quebec companies. When the Biden administration announced the Inflation Reduction Act, the single biggest climate action commitment in U.S. history, they specified countries from which they would accept critical minerals to produce electric vehicle batteries. This was their way of reducing economic reliance on certain countries and on promoting friendshoring with countries with U.S. free trade agreements. In other words, that's Canada. That's Canada, home to one of the world's richest stores of critical minerals anywhere on the planet to support the clean energy transition. Not only is Canada home to, to critical minerals that will power the green economy, it's also known as a trusted supplier of responsibly sourced mineral and metal products. That's important because as demand significantly increases, as we all know, Canada has the science, the technologies, and the tools to be a leader in the sustainable development of critical minerals. We can enable the clean energy transition and reduce reliance on less sustainable and geopolitically unstable mineral-producing countries through bilateral and multilateral alliances. We have the resources and the expertise to aid in the clean energy transition with ethical sourcing and high environmental standards of critical mineral extraction. If we can set the right framework and the policies to utilize our resources responsibly in consultation with indigenous peoples and their governance, we can offer the contractual certainty that large projects need and that will make our country the world leader that it can be. At BMO, we're committed to being our client's lead partner in their transition to a net zero world. This means working with our clients on the leading edge new technologies, and it also means supporting the transition of our traditional energy clients working hard to change their own emissions profile. While others are trying to figure out how to play a role in the clean energy economy, we are leading the way. We're on the right side of financing the energy transition and recognize the critical role of banks in catalyzing climate action. Among the learnings from the tragic war in Ukraine is just how fragile our global energy system is and that we need to invest simultaneously in solutions for today and for tomorrow. This doesn't need to be an either-or debate. As a banker, I was trained to be a problem solver and to embrace pragmatism. At BMO, we're taking steps to drive our financing activities and operations in support of this transition. We established the BMO Climate Institute last year, a center of expertise bridging policy, science, and finance to help shape the market for financing climate solutions. It's also 
so cutting edge that we think other institutions will have no choice but to follow similar initiatives, and we welcome them too. We've set targets for reducing scope one, two, and three financed emissions and set targets for sustainable financing to support the transition. We joined the Global Net Zero Banking Alliance, and we were named the most sustainable bank in North America by Corporate Knights. The energy transition, friends, is just that, a transition. It will require greater investment in scalable, renewable resources, but it will also require a focus on supporting carbon-intensive sectors on their pathways to the reduction of emissions. We must get the pace right to ensure success. A new initiative of Canadian oil sands producers, the Pathways Alliance, representing 95% of Canadian production, recently agreed to invest $24 billion to aggressively decarbonize the use of fossil fuels and reduce greenhouse gas emissions. This is groundbreaking and a win for Canadian energy and a win for Canada. Liquefied natural, natural gas, or LNG, can serve as a transition fuel to getting to net zero. It's considered the cleanest of the fossil fuels, and it helps with the energy trilemma. The energy trilemma, what the World Economic Council says is essential to healthy energy systems, energy security, energy equity, and environmental sustainability. While LNG projects will produce greenhouse gases emissions in Canada, they will be offset, more than offset, by the reduction of emissions globally when replacing the dirtiest energy sources. It is a trade-off, but it's one that we must consider for the greater global good. We don't have the luxury of being able to only think inside our own borders. When our friends in Europe need a new source of energy, we should want Canadian energy to be at the top of their solution set, the top of their solution set. We are, after all, the only country to have independent investment treaties in place with all 27 EU member states. Quebec and Canada are uniquely positioned for global leadership. At its heart, improving our international competitiveness is about strategic natural advantages. So I will close with an attempt to answer these two key questions. How do we achieve leading global economic growth? And how can Canada help make the world more energy secure while supporting the climate transition. First, first, we must get deliberate, we must get intentional, and we must get strategic about immigration. There's an undeniable correlation between population growth and economic prosperity. So far, Canada has the inside track on our competitors. Let's not waste it. Second, policymakers and regulators must align their agendas and enable Canada to be a leading global supplier of the critical minerals that will drive the clean energy transition. Imagine, folks, imagine a scenario where all three levels of government came together with the private sector, acknowledged their constitutional roles, and agreed to urgently, urgently address a short list of the most challenging interjurisdictional issues currently 
impeding this progress. Imagine what we could achieve if we set a common goal of making Canada the world's most environmentally responsible and effective jurisdiction at permitting mineral and energy extraction. I do believe that the world needs more of what Canada has to offer, more of what Quebec has to offer, and we all have more to give that can propel our collective prosperity. But we have to get out of our own way. At BMO, we're committed to driving solutions on the world stage, as well as right here at home. By working together across governments, sectors, and regions, I fundamentally believe that Canada and Quebec can achieve their full potential in the 21st century. Thanks for listening to Sustainability Leaders. This podcast is presented by BMO Financial Group. To access all the resources we discussed in today's episode and to see our other podcasts, visit us at bmo.com forward slash sustainability leaders. You can listen and subscribe free to our show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast provider, and we'll greatly appreciate a rating and review and any feedback that you might have. Our show and resources are produced with support from BMO's marketing team and Puddle Creative. Until next time, I'm Michael Torrance. Have a great week. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of Bank of Montreal, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. This is not intended to serve as a complete analysis of every material fact regarding any company, industry, strategy, or security. This presentation may contain forward-looking statements. Investors are cautioned not to place undue reliance on such statements as actual results could vary. This presentation is for general information purposes only and does not constitute investment, legal, or tax advice, and is not intended as an endorsement of any specific investment product or service. Individual investors should consult with an investment, tax, and or legal professional about their personal situation. Past performance is not indicative of future results.